So that's how I had already come out. So if I was going to come out as a rapper and do this for real, I was really going to be me. I didn't want to hide anything. I didn't want to try to be somebody that I wasn't. I'm a nine-time world champion in competitive double dutch. I've been the fastest jumper in the world. I talk my shit, but I'm not a shit talker, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm strong. Like, I'm strong, and I know that I'm strong, and I was who I was before all of that happened, so I can remember who I am. And always get back to yourself. Never lose yourself, because God is watching. He takes care of you. Pedro, independent recording artist and producer with Amica Records, and you're watching Hashtag Verse TV. And make sure you guys like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel because we're going to be here all week. You know we're going to be living la vida. Losa. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's your girl, Yuri G, with all the tea on Verse TV. And I'm here with your boy, Pedro. Pedro, say something to the people. What's good? It's your boy, Pedro. Losa. Living la vida. Losa. All right, y'all. So this is an opportunity for you all to get to know Pedro. For those of you all who already know him, to get to know him a little better. And for anybody new tuning in, for you to get to know him, period. So I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know he is a very, very sexy, very well-spoken, <laughs> creative, and um, fun. He seems very fun. I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is an opportunity for y'all to get to know him. Um, and for our audience who may not know you yet, where are you from? I'm originally from the Bronx. I was born in the Bronx. I moved to Queens and Jamaica, Queens when I was nine, and then to Far Rockaway when I was 11. So from there, I just was like raised in Far Rockaway. Those was like my teenage years. That's where I was brought up. But all around New York, just New York. Okay. Yeah, I lived in New York for like three years. Um, when I first moved to New York, I was in 115th and St. Nick, then moved to okay. Livingston in the Bronx. And then I was over there off of Green and um, Casiasco in Brooklyn for a while. Okay, okay. That's okay. crazy out there, you That's what's up, that's dope. So, um, how did, um, has that influenced your work? How has that influenced your work? Well, being like, Born in the Bronx, just like in like the era that I came up in in the 90s, I was surrounded by music and hip-hop and dancing. And like just, I grew up with, like, with my mom. And she was a single mother, so she was just always playing music and just dancing around with her friends and stuff like that. So I just picked it up from there and just like had a love for it ever since. So how long have you been doing graphics? Uh, well, okay, so... I'm going to say I wrote my first song at 11 years old, mm-hmm. um, but like as far as like, so from 11 I was just like writing, 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 trying to like make connections with people, other people that I was just like coming across online and things like that throughout my whole teenage years and everything. And then three years ago was when I started really pursuing it. That's when I first got into the recording studio and I started to put out music on like uh, big platforms. So how long have you been performing? 
So yeah, so it was um when I started to put out the music is when I've been started to um like hit stages and do shows like in Tampa, Miami. Um, so it's been about three years as well, almost almost three years. It'll be three years, I think, in like a month. So for someone who would like to, you know, that makes music but hasn't had the opportunity to put a live performance together, what steps would you tell them to um, to go into getting on a stage for people? It's a little bit, it's, it's difficult. I mean, like, thank God for the internet nowadays. So you got, like, the, the opportunity to, like, just go online and look up something that you want to do. But I would say it's best to start with open mics. Um, those are free opportunities most of the time. People are there to listen, so they're going to give you an open ear, and then they're just going to shut you out. So it gets your feet wet and gets you comfortable. Okay. So who would you say is your target audience for your music? My target audience? Um, for a while, I was struggling with that because I just like make music from the heart, so I kind of just go how I feel, but... My target audience, now that I've actually been digging more into my own original music and more of my feelings, is it goes back to the LGBTQ community. So honestly, that's the that's the supporters that I really am looking for to have my back. It's not it's not really anything outside of that because I don't do it for money. I don't do it for anything else. I just want people to understand my story and our story and where we come from and to support people like us. Okay, so what inspired you to enter the music industry as an openly gay rapper with bars? <laughs> well, um, when I was younger, when I first picked up the pen, um, I had a lot of trouble expressing myself because I wasn't straight. I was I knew from back then that that age, that young that I was into um, other men. So I couldn't really write up from a place of that that feeling. So when I finally decided to take rapping serious, by that time I had already come out. So if I was going to come out as a rapper and do this for real, I was really going to be me. I didn't want to hide anything. I didn't want to try to be somebody that I wasn't. So that's what made me want to do it. And then when I started getting confirmation that I was actually good like from other people and stuff like that, it made me really want to go harder and show people that we don't have to be discounted just because we are homosexual. Okay, so from where did the choice for the stage name Pedro Losa come? <laughs> well, um, my real name is Peter. That's what that's my my actual name. But I'm black Honduran, so Pedro is just the translation in Spanish. So it's just a cool little twist on it. And then Losa, that like Pedro just wasn't enough <laughs> as a rap name. I just had to, it had to make it cool. So Losa I just came up with because it kind of like is. What I would call myself if I was a girl, like kind of like expresses the feminine side of me, being like a homosexual rapper and like also like describes my life, which is like a fucking mess. So. <laughs> okay. So, on the jam, my team, you say if my voice on the beat, I probably produced the rock record. Would you say that you produce most of your tracks? Yeah, actually, um. Uh, all of the original tracks that I put out, I produced myself. Um, I didn't know anything about a producer, so I just started making myself to how I felt about the music. Okay, so your tracks are excellent. 
what do you use to produce your track? And do you use apps or do you um, hop on a, you know, physics keyboard? Well, um, making my beats, I use GarageBand. That's how I make all of my beats um, that I've made so far. I'd like to get into other, like, um, other software programs, but GarageBand is just the easiest. It's what I kind of, like, learned in school, so it's what I picked up when I decided to take music serious. So what production apps do you prefer? And do you produce for any other artists? Um, production apps that I prefer. I prefer GarageBand. Um, I also use uh, WavePad, which is an NCAA download um, that you can get online. Um, and I haven't produced for any other artists yet. Um, just because producing is not really a thing or like a title that I like to give myself because I feel like I make the beats because I have to get the songs out. But um, yeah, I, I'm not opposed to it. I'll definitely be down to do it. Okay. Tell me about your album. Um, 2020 MPH and the intro. All right, so um, I want to start with the intro, and um, it's that intro is like a compilation of songs that I created as I was kind of like getting started with um, with making music and uh, distributing music. Uh, so like it started from the song Anything that I made like in June 2017 and then after that I did Mr. Perfect and then after that I did Get Into It and then I just was at the same time doing like freestyles and trying to put like a little mixtape together in the meantime so I was it just was like a bunch of studio sessions and that's where I came from and it just was like a feeling of old songs that I had back when I was 11 years old all the way up, up, up until now like fresh songs that I, I, I wrote just recently it's all a compilation of that, and I feel like it's a perfect name to kind of like catch that story, the intro. It's the introduction to what um, started in the music industry. And as far as 2020 miles per hour, pay attention to the titles of the tracks. One is M, one is P, one is H. And 2020 is what this year is, and I wanted to let my sonas know that that's the type of speed we're on right now. We're going. We're not stopping. And we're going. Okay. So what is the most difficult part of your work in the music industry? And what is the most enjoyable part of your work in the music industry? The most difficult part? Um, I don't really think any of it is necessarily difficult. Um, as far as, like, making music goes, the hardest part would probably be, like, getting started to be honest like you just gotta get started once you get a start get that thought get that start and just build off of that you don't have to finish it you just have to to start it then when you finish it you can say you're done you know what i'm saying um but you also asked me the most enjoyable part mm -hmm. and um that literally is when people literally just tell me that they like a song it could just be one song or if they like something like if they like an original song that's that's what gives me the most joy because the freestyles those are cool and i appreciate that but i just write those just for fun like but when i when somebody likes an original piece of mine it's like them telling me just because that they just like me <laughs> all right so you seamlessly infuse some of your songs with spanish in what languages are you fluent yeah, um, I do throw some Spanish over my songs. 
it's fine. But, um, I don't know if I'm really like, well, I'll be talking to people in Spanish all the time, though. But that's really the only two languages, like English, of course, and Spanish I speak, um, hood. <laughs> but, like, um, that's it. That's it. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the um what is the most important thing to remember when writing good lyrics? The most important thing to writing good lyrics is to have fun with your lyrics. Literally just have fun. Like don't think about how something sounds too much, how to spell it or anything like that. Just have fun with what you're saying because you can always fix everything else later. So just have fun and express yourself. That's what music is. So how often do you freestyle? How often? Like, mm, when I really feel like it, I mean, like, in, I freestyle as far as what freestyle is considered nowadays. I mean, like, nowadays in music, it's not really, like, off the dome type stuff, even though that's what a lot of people should consider freestyling, but... Nowadays, a freestyle can be like something like just an instrumental to another song that you're just rapping over. So it's not your your own instrumental or your own original beat. It's just like your spin or your remix on another song. So how often do I do that? I don't I don't know. I I, I don't know. But I just feel like it. But I don't think I'm really into that. It's not really fun. Tell me about your team. Um... Uh, Amic, how am I saying this right? Amic? Or Amic? I, I say it. Ready? Yeah. Amica. Amica. Okay, Amic. Amica. Amica. Yeah, you said it you said it well. Okay. Amica Records. Yeah, oh, you said shit. it good. I, I just realized that y'all did have a sounded out right after it. <laughs> <laughs> like like how the dictionary does, I'm just realizing that. Stop. Um, <laughs> so tell us about your team. Well, um, I'm a director. It's like it's pretty much my label, uh, my creator to be able to put my music out. Um, so it's just me, me and my sister. We started it, um, and it's named after my mom because um, her last name is Amica. I would have been her. Um, I'm her only boy, so like. And I'm like the last boy in my family to hold that name, or I was until it was changed when I was younger to Alvarez. But I wanted to keep that name alive, so I'm doing it for my music. So, um, I don't want to assume, so what Spanish um, descent are you from? From Honduras. My family's from Honduras. La Ceiba. So our audience may not know, um, but you are an amazing double Dutch national champion. We've even showed those amazing skills at the legendary Apollo Theater in Harlem. How does being a double Dutch champion feel and what role um, does double Dutch play in your life now? Oh, and we've seen you on Wendy, so. <laughs> so you saw the Wendy show? Okay, so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a nine-time world champion in competitive double Dutch. I've been the 
fastest jumper in the world for like five consecutive years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize the the type of stuff that I was doing while I was doing it because like when I'm when you you're just going through the motions. You don't really really you just you know doing one day at a time. But I stepped back and now that I don't compete anymore, I stepped back and I think wow like I can't believe I have the power to really do something like that to be able to move my body in such a way and tune it to be able to to perform in that that way with so much discipline and that's the same exact role that is playing in my life literally today those same values that I learned and in double that period is teaching you it just teaches you how to how to treat yourself and in turn how to treat other people yeah I I really definitely dig that um because I think the um you know <laughs> I think that um, the discipline that it takes to double dutch, I think you also can apply that to everything else in your life. Um, and you just being able to leave that mark, you know, you will be remembered. And I think you having that discipline to do that for double dutch, you'll be able to carry that on into your music career as well. So, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what is your main thing you do when, um, what is the main thing you want our first TV audience to learn about Pedro um, Losa today? Main thing that I'm a cool guy and I could get along with anybody, like seriously. That's what I'm about. That's my vibe. If you listen to my music, I hope that's what you take away from it. That I talk my shit, but I'm not a shit talker, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just want other people to feel like that. So when you, you like my music, you like me, you feel me. Like, you don't got to see me. You don't got to know who I am. But if you hear my voice and if it touched you in that way, that's what I want people to know. Just fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who don't understand what he's saying is he talk his shit, he brag or whatever, but he ain't an asshole. Right, 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 right. right. Exactly. Like, I'm the best. I'm like, where my crown is. Yeah, and I want people to, to get in their bag, too. I want you to feel the same way. That's why I write, write some, some lyrics. I want to make sure when people say it, they feel what I felt when I wrote it. Right. See, y'all, that, that's a Beyonce moment. <laughs> Big enough and humble enough. That's what it is. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, um, what's next for Pedro Loza? That's for me. Um, I mean, right now I'm currently working on a, a few songs to put together for a project, um, but I already got those chosen. I have those instrumentals created. I have those words written. It's just a matter of me taking the time to go into the studio and record it. But um, other than that, I'm just in my bedroom, just chilling. <laughs> I mean, making music and hanging out with my friends and. Well, I mean, not hanging out right now because, you know, what's going on, but... Oh, so you're not hanging out with me right now? <laughs> I'm hanging out. I'm hanging out. I'm chilling, you know. We chilling. We are chilling. Oh, okay. That's cute or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what is the best advice that you have ever received? 
this came from my coach. Um, and I don't know if it was just because it was double touch or what, but what he told, what he always told us is it's not, and, and he always said in life, it's not about the mistake you make, but it's about what to do, knowing what to do when you make the mistake. And that's really, that's, if I take that piece of advice, I can always, I learn how to move forward past anything. I learn how to get back in and keep going. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into our final question. So, um, these are questions we ask everyone. Okay. Okay, so if you had all the money, power necessary, what would you do or change that you feel would most benefit the LGBT plus community? If I had all the money and power available, I would um I would put efforts towards education um in the the gay community, like the LGBTQ community, towards um like not just like first first of all self care and awareness and love and all of that good stuff because if, if you can't love yourself you can't love somebody else and a lot of times especially people in our community we end up you know effing each other over because we truly don't care for ourselves enough to care for somebody else and if we had people to be able to discuss those in like programs and clinics and things like that to bring awareness to types of things maybe people will make different decisions also at the same time. Um, I would like to put efforts towards like um freaking prevention and treatment and education on like just sex education period because we need a lot more of that in our community because people are just not just are not they just don't make smart decisions all the time so it's good to be aware and actually know that stuff is real and they can really be avoided like you can you can do better to take care of yourself That's what I would do. We need to start. Um, this isn't a question, but I just wanted to throw this in there. Um, because when I first, um, when I first started like um researching you, and then I went through some of your pictures or whatever, no shade. This is just the feeling and song that popped in my head as soon as I saw you. I'm not saying you look like the guy, okay? Just like, just give it to me. Um, I don't remember the name of the artist, but um, I'm sure you know it because it, it used to be a very popular song. Baby, take it Baby, take it You know, know that song? No, maybe. No, 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 I don't. I don't. But wait, I'm trying to think. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta tell me more. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I don't remember his name. Um, but the video is really hot. It's um, you know, it's like a guy. He's drawing this girl of his dream, but he actually meets her or whatever. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful video or whatever. Um, and um, the other song that came across once I saw you on here or whatever. Um, Tú estás siempre mi mente. What the? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, so. Wow, um, I take that. That's a compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked, not where I, or where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me, what am I living for? In detail, ask me what I'm thinking. What, what, no, sorry, misquote. 
um, what I am living for. And Dito asked me what I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. Quote Thomas Merton. Okay, the actual question is, what is your goal in life? And what is um, slowing you down from achieving that goal? Um, my goal in life right now, I would say, is to like literally get the best out of every moment. That, that's what I want to learn to do. Like, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing that pretty well now. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a good grasp on things and my goals and my intentions and and things like that. Um, That is so true. Um, it took me a while to get out of um, my relationship. Um, every time I try to leave, you know, he would, I'm going to kill myself. You got me out here with no family and throwing my clothes out in the street and just crazy. And then the physical was even worse. Like I had a half, um, a half drinking, but like thrown at my face or whatever. So it was just crazy. Wow. Um, I had to be very strategic in getting out of that situation. Um, so while he was at work, luckily I had found me a little part-time job because um, he didn't want me working. And I saved up my money and I went to a boarding house um, while he was at work. So uh-huh. um, thank God to all those people who let me come to work with black eyes and things, you know, because they didn't want me. And I had to explain to them what my situation was to help me get myself out of the situation because my family 
low-key didn't want to help me because they was like, you already chose him over us anyway. So, you know, so I, 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 I'm, I'm happy that you show, shared that tea. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so what is some um, stumbling blocks that you've had to, um, that you had on your path up and how did you overcome them? Hmm. <laughs> well, I had a lot. First, oh, oh. There's not, it's not nothing too crazy. It's not nothing too crazy. But like, first, you know, I moved down here to get away from my old situation and to like jump, like to get a jump on my music. And I got kicked out of the place that I was staying, and that was supposed to be family. That's another story. But that was one thing. Then my car blew up on me. Um my way from Orlando down to Tampa one night. So that was another thing. Um, another car blew up on me. Um, we had to find another place within, I don't know, like a, a couple weeks maybe. I don't know. It's been a lot. Um, got pulled over for having weed in the car while I was working with 911 at the time. Um, what else? There's been a lot. But a lot of good too, a lot of good. But um, I just, I just know that even though those bad things are happening, there's still good things confirming that I'm walking the right way with my music. So it's no way that I can give that up because even when those things that seem like they could hurt me so bad or end me, another blessing comes my way. Like literally something that I have been asking God for comes right to me. I, I just was saying this today. Um. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm moving into like my first house, and today they pulled a whammy on me, and then they just pulled out of nowhere like, oh well, we need basically four hundred more dollars from you for this, this, and this, and this. And thank God, today it just seemed like as soon as I sent it, I got it right back. So uh, <laughs> right, right on so, time. <laughs> it's like it's like God was just like trust and know that you're going to be taken care of because like always <laughs> i do not know how much money i've spent at this point in this house and i haven't even moved well i'm in the process of moving now or whatever but <laughs> <laughs> okay so um what is what are some things that you would like to be left in um the legacy time capsule um the legacy for your work <laughs> Definitely my double trophies, my world championship trophies, and my sacks and all that good stuff. But um, I would like to leave some handwritten songs. Like I'm, that's what I grew up on. I'm not used to this like digital phone stuff. I'm used to writing my stuff out, and I want to leave some of that. I want, and that's my story. Like I really want to get like a diary started, something. I mean, I consider my songs like my diary sometimes, but. Oh, you gonna send me your diary when you're down to the last page? I oh, that. that's what you want. <laughs> that's you want. I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I gotta start the diary. <laughs> I share my diary if you share. Well, mine's electronic, but I'll share it with you. Okay. I don't have a diary yet. I don't have one yet. Okay, we're, we're going to start one today since today's like my first day, like going to my house today will be our first day to have our diary. And then at the end of the year, we'll just share our diary with each other. Okay. 
Because we can try that. It's the same thing. You say try. No, this is a yes team over here. We're not trying. Yes, we're going to do it. Yes, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> so, um, what do you be thinking um, to have your feet move so fast when you're double dutching? All I do is count in my head. I just count. Got to count the left foot. Every time the left foot hits the floor, that's one step. You count 10, 20, 30, and just keep going. And then you just breathe. And then you know that's your mouth. And just listen to the rope. You can't if you can't see it, it moves too fast. So you got to listen to it. Pay attention. You can't listen to the other stuff outside of the rope. But you got to listen to people turning to you. Okay. A lot. So everyone, um, we'll, uh, everyone, this is Pedro Losa, and um, I want y'all to really get into everything that he's been saying. Um, a lot of it's a movement, a lot of it's touching. Um, he's somebody that y'all definitely need to know if you don't know. Um, and for anybody who's wanting to see um, your sexy face, <laughs> where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at this is Pedro Losa. Also on YouTube, Pedro Losa. Um, on SoundCloud, Pedro Losa Music. Um, all that good stuff. Download the intro 2020 miles per hour. All that good stuff on all your favorite streaming sites and everything. All right. And everybody, it's your girl, Yuri G, and it's all the tea on Verse TV, and I'm here with Pedro Loza, and we just finished the interview, and you all, make sure you go follow, like, comment, and subscribe. And remember, where you can find Pedro, it will be in the link. Follow him. Follow, follow. And don't just go follow, comment, like. Subscribe and all of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>